last week after the episode went up, right? I got like 20 fucking messages, okay? About how we were talking about how about the how the mom in Just Rain's show is speaking like weird Punjabi. We can't understand oh, it. Oh, yeah. So someone so the first person who messaged me i guess someone in her family like is related to um his family and so his either it's his mom or his family is from kashmir his mom is from i mentioned it that day i was like his mom is actually from so the the punjabi that the mom in the show is speaking is kashmiri punjabi yeah it's a different it's a different dialect but i don't know why i assumed that just Rain's mom speaks like different Punjab, even though she's from Kashmir. But like, I thought she speaks different Punjab, like so, understandable so that, so that, Punjabi, like our type Punjabi, okay, so, or like more like you know Sharia type. So most people thought that it was just like really bad Punjabi <laughs> that she was speaking, but it's actually like it's a different dialect. Oh, that's why we can understand. So does his it. actual mom talk like that too? I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't. I don't know. But I think someone's like uh someone was like he wanted to represent that yeah like yeah. where his family is from or whatever so he like pushed for that to be on the show which is like yeah it's cool it's nice oh you learn something new every day <laughs> i thought it was just like you know Maja Dwab. i thought it was just like no two or three different dialects there's also like haryan v punjabi as well like have you guys heard of people speaking punjabi or even haryana songs no <laughs> Amritsari Punjabi is my opinion the best. It is. I, I do love it. <laughs> I love like my whole dad's side of the family speaks it, and I'm so jealous that I never like picked it up. You have like they certain that words thing at the end. Yeah. Like on there. Yeah, on there. Like things like that. But there are a couple of things that you say yeah. that you say it in the like. Really? Yeah. Oh God, that makes a me maj- happy. Maja style. I love the Maja dialect. Like I love it. It's like like Lahori a little bit, you know? Yeah. It's just, it's just cool. It's like a little twang. <laughs> yeah. Like they enunciate certain things. Yeah. There's some words that are like completely different, but. Yeah, no, Haryana has its own like uh, entra, yeah. What? <laughs> entra. What's an entra? Like a, Just like a strange guy. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up, that's what it means. Yeah, like literally. A, like a yeah, like a kind of like a black sheep type yeah. of guy. Oh. Turandia entra, yeah. I never heard. That. Yeah. Wait, did this person say that? No, no, no. It's, there are so many things. That, everyone in my family, like my I heard, I understood everything that the Malvei one said, even the chors part. Like when she's like, Daru my family is a big chors word user. <laughs> but every, all the other two, I was like, I do not know what's being said here. What is it? Bow. 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 Did I tell you guys at the time that, remember back in 2017 when I got my first like new car after my. So, uh, my extreme edition Honda Civic. <laughs> yeah. After I ran the transmission to the ground. Yeah. So two weeks after I got my new Lexus, I got into like some Gora hit my car in the parking lot. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. pure hick ass white guy. Okay, like like just just imagine like a trailer park type of guy, right? Yeah. He's like, oh, I didn't hit your car. I was like, yeah, you did. And there's like four witnesses too. Like, there's four witnesses. The massive scratch on the side of my car, and he's like, "Oh, okay." 
are you Punjabi? Are you Punjabi? And we're like, yeah. He's like, oh, yeah. My wife, she's Punjabi. I know all about Jalander, Amasal, Ludhiana. And then he just starts naming every big city in Punjab. And I'm like, what? <laughs> Jalander, Amasal, Ludhiana. What month was that? I think I made... It was like pic- winter. I took pictures and I made a video. It was winter time. It was winter. You were trying to get all buddy buddies, so I let him off the hook. I was like, no, sir. I let him off the hook. You think his wife was actually... Uh, she was a... Uh, after, like, he explained it, he, she was Pakistani Punjabi. Oh. Yeah. Chanty, Ludian, Jalander. There was the video. Oh, you thought you were gonna get a ticket from the cop? <laughs> yeah, I'm pulling out. You're dropping a seatbelt. Straight up ready to get arrested. Getting ready for Valentine's Day and don't know what to gift your man? No worries, Manscaped is here to save your love story with the all-new Performance Package 5.0 Ultra. This package includes the Lawnmower 5.0, which features skin-safe technology and comes with their brightest LED spotlight yet for precision grooming. And it's waterproof, so no more hairy surprises in the sink. The package also features the Weed Whacker Nose Trimmer, Manscapes liquid formulations and two free goodies, the travel bag and boxers. And for the bearded kings, Manscaped brings you the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It's designed to shape his scruff effortlessly and sculpt cheek lines and maintain beard style. So in between, you know, in between seeing your barber, you need to clean it up a little bit. This Beard Hedger Pro Kit is perfect for that because it maintains your beard style. Seamlessly handing even thicker beards. It's the perfect tool for a polished, date-ready appearance, all right? And you guys can get 20% off and free shipping with the code COACHP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use code COACHP. Who was telling me that everyone should just get like dash cams and they're like really cheap? Yeah, they are. you can get them for like 50 bucks on we Amazon. We were talking about it. And it's um something, it helps your insurance premiums or something. Go like. down, right? If you have it. Yeah, especially something? in BC. Dude, BC is so wild with the ICBC claims. Like, I swear, first of all, half that the population there just like fully lives off of yeah. ICBC claims. Really? And then on top I of that, I know one been- guy in BC huh? and you know him too. I don't want to say his name. Huh? This guy's got like four ICBC claims going, man. No. Yeah. He's just living off that. I'm like, yeah. yo, are you fucked? Like people get happy when they get what? into an accident there. Like it's the it's the wildest Why? thing. Why? Because you get paid out hella? Not hella. So... And now they've actually put a cap. They've put a lot yeah, of caps on. Yeah, there's a cap on, on it now. Yeah. There's a cap on it now. There wasn't a cap before. And people would just like sit on it. And they would just pretty much like it would just bankroll their entire like life. No. It was wild. So it got to the point where there were so many What do you mean? Like they just never claims. worked? Oh, the fraud claims? Yeah. Where people, because the most you could, I think, get paid out was if a car hit you and you weren't in a car. Like it hit you in person. <laughs> Oh, so and so what people, yeah. yeah. What people like, <laughs> what's, especially a certain uh, certain types of people, they would you'd be pulling out of like a spot in like a parking lot, and they would like purposely come like smash into your car, and then like lay on the ground, and be like, ah, oh, you hit, you hit me, blah blah blah, and then 
and then do like a claim. So at one point, people started being like extra vigilant that you don't hit someone while you're like in a parking lot, especially or like just a pedestrian or anything oh like that. Oh my god! Because people were literally doing it on purpose. So even now, when I drive there, I'm like so cautious. This What's is the like, cap now? I don't know. It's. I honestly feel like I think it. It might be sixty five hundred. I don't know why that number stands out to me. Like ten, not ten k. Yeah. I don't know. I want to say ten. That's a complete guess. Hundred k. It's a complete guess, but I feel like I'm close. I think I want to say it's a hundred or a hundred fifty k. I see BC Law place a fifty five hundred dollar cap on oh, pain and suffering for so minor close. injuries. So that's the thing. I think it was for pain and suffering. People used to like try to get so much more like 50k 100k or 200k 500k like it was wild the person i know that did it one time i swear i'm pretty sure that's what he told me he was like he needed a new laptop or whatever so then he made a claim to get like a macbook pro that was like lighter weight because he's like my back was hurting from the injury no dude i don't understand i know my brain doesn't think like like that either or, or like, yeah, this is like a cool thing to do. Let me just do this. Like, yeah. what? It's, yeah, it's a whole thing. That's man. their full-time job, just getting into like yeah. car accidents so they can bankroll their whole life? I don't know. Can't, can't knock the hustle. Huh? They can't knock the that's hustle. That's not a hustle. That's, that's the your side laziest thing that you can do, actually. <laughs> that's your side hustle. <laughs> just running around the parking lot hoping to get pawned. <laughs> <laughs> No badness. Let me show you a video. There's, I remember seeing oh a couple my. of videos. Dude, I just feel like with that, like that type of shit, like there needs to be like a certain, like you have a shut the fuck up, okay? You don't need a laptop that's one gram lighter. I think the biggest reason, I remember seeing a video at one point where this person literally like is just like standing there and next thing they like roll over the hood of a car or something. I've seen a few of those videos. Like, they got like that meme where that girl like pretends to, like fall and then she like turns around and wraps the curtain around her neck yeah. <laughs> from the drama yeah. yo when we used to work at cross iron mills um <clears throat> like me harvs and we all worked together one time this customer came in and harv was dealing with her and she had like a patch on her eye and she had like bought an iphone or whatever like full price right like back then no one did that shit no one paid just like you know fucking back like everyone was trying to get plans yeah exactly yeah. right so she bought it full price so you're already like oh damn what a fucking bitch got money <laughs> and then like <laughs> she like leaves and then like a week later she comes back and she goes to see Harvey and she's like oh like you know i uh dropped the phone in water it has like water damage or whatever like can i like get any sort of like compensation or whatever and Harvey's like no man like that's on you like we can't do shit she's like okay i'll just buy another one and she bought another one and i was like yo what the hell like wh- what the fuck's going on and she's still wearing the eye patch and then i don't know if harv asked or how the conversation proceeded but she basically told harv that she was driving and there was a cop who ran a red light and like um hit her car and as a result of that she lost her eye <gasps> and then i think she got like i want to say it was like i think harv says seven million See, that's legit. Yeah. yeah, well, that's legit. She literally lost an eye. And then I think it just gets so much worse when it's like a, a city like vehicle. Yeah, because that- I think that then the city insurance or whatever, like should yeah. city pays it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Which technically means we pay it out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you part of the city, bitch. <laughs> yeah, but that one's like, that's legit. But like one of my friends is a, an investigator, like an undercover investigator for ICBC. And... She used to have some like wild stories. Dude, people here, I hear like crazy things. Like um, if you like claim that you're in an accident, you're this and that, the insurance people will like, like the investigator will like follow you around sometimes. Oh, yeah. Without you knowing. 
And like I heard like one thing, like some guy was like claiming like the person I knew, like that guy was claiming like that he couldn't walk and stuff because his leg. And then the agent like followed him around, like spying on him. And he was going in and out of like a reception party or something. And the whole claim was like, then nothing happened. Yeah, he couldn't get it. That's what happened. I remember one time I was working at uh, like Best Buy Mm -hmm. and uh, this like lady came in and she was like, oh, like I need to buy a TV like for my husband, blah, blah, blah. And she like picks out this like TV and everything. Like he had already told her which one to get. And I was like, okay, cool. And it's like an expensive TV. It was like four G's or something. And it was like a uh, $50 or whatever delivery charge. And then so whatever, I sold him everything. And then I told this lady, I'm like, yo, the TV will come like today, right? And then she's like, okay, because she was like adamant, like, yo, I need it today, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, yeah it's going to come today. Then I like go to fucking put in the order. Then I realized that it can't get delivered today because those guys already had left for the delivery. And I was like, fuck, man, like this lady's going to go ham. So I talked to my manager. He's like, dude, if you want and if you can, he's like, just put it in your gaddi and just take it, right? I'm like, okay, cool. I have my fucking Acura RSX, <laughs> trunk wide open, hmm. have this fucking like 50-inch TV back there, like Russia, like taped it oh, down. Oh, shit. You were that scared of this lady? <laughs> no, I was just like, fucking now. that dedicated of an employee? <laughs> no, then because at that point, you're just like, just like, no, I could dip out of the scene for like an hour and a yeah, half, right? Yeah, yeah, Oh, I don't have to be at work. Yeah, like, you know, so I was like, hey, sick, whatever. I just got to go drop the TV off at this guy's house. And he lives in like some random area, right? I get there, whatever, knock on the door. I'm like, hey, your TV's here, right? And then I like, he's like, okay, cool. I like bring it in, whatever. And uh, this guy, yo, weirdest looking guy. Like, you know, those like my 600 pound Mm. life type people, like that. Mm. Like pretty big banda and like, not big like tall like he's huge right we like, get the picture yeah. he's just wide yeah <laughs> the length was not there yeah and like his like fuck he's wearing like a shirt is like got is like lumping by his gorday and shit like it was bad right dude this house smelled like batia and like fucking so nasty shit just piled up everywhere right i'm like what the fuck this guy's like hey aren't you guys gonna set up the tv and i was like what you guys i'm like it's just me and i'm like no i'm not, i'm just here to deliver the tv right this guy was like, no, I need to set up, blah, blah. I'm like, yo, I'm sorry, man. Like, he's, I was like, call someone. Like, I don't, we don't do that shit. Dude, I'm not even kidding you. This guy's like, I'll give you $250 if you set up this TV. No. I was like, you got a screwdriver, buddy? <laughs> I swear to God. I'm not even kidding you. I, w- I opened up the TV you box. Got a screwdriver, buddy? <laughs> yeah. And it, yeah, let me get right on that. Straight up. I told this guy straight up. I'm like, yo, I was like, I'm not mounting no shit. I'm not doing any of that shit. I'm like, if I'll like fucking put the little stand, like, you know, these flat screen TVs takes like two seconds, right? I'm like, yo, I'll put the stand on and shit and I'll like, whatever, I'll put it over here for you, right? He probably, cause he probably couldn't do it himself cause yeah. he's so like, you know? Yeah, cause he's so cause like, he can't like move and stuff properly. Yeah, yeah. So then I'm like, whatever, doing this thing. I'm like struggling with the fucking latta and shit. Like, cause you have to act. Now they just clip in, but back then it was like screws, right? So like, sometimes you have to like, you put it in wrong and shit. So I'm like fucking around with these like screws and shit, right? This guy has a janky as fucking screwdriver. And the, then this guy's like laying there on the couch, not even sitting, fully laying sideways. Like he's like this. <laughs> what? watching me like put together this tv in his living room right i'm probably like that chick's fucking husband plumber's ass fucking my butt crack going right (laughs) then i just asked this guy like straight up i was just like yo i was like why are you paying like what (laughs) yeah like why did you like you know you're paying me 100 like or sorry 250 bucks to like do this and same thing this guy told me he was walking in an alley right and um i want to say like it was in I want to say Falkland, right? But he was walking in an alley somewhere, like whatever, right? In the Northeast. It was late at night. He was walking his kutta, right? 
And he's like, I used to be a healthy guy, whatever, right? Walking his kutta nai, must have been a car there or whatever. And the taillights didn't work and that car was backing out. And this guy was like walking his kutta late at night in a dark alley. Didn't see it, I guess, I don't know. Didn't hear the car, I don't know what the fuck, right? And he's like, they backed out pretty quick. He's like, they hit me, they ran over both my latta. Yeah, and then he's like, both my legs broke. And he's like, since then, he's like, I just like, I, you know, I can't do anything, whatever. And I was like, yo, how... Dude, 20 years ago it happened. And I was like, oh, what? I was like, it's been like 20 years. And he's like, yeah. I'm like, yo, there's no way your are I don't heal by now. And then so... And didn't he stand to go open the door? Yeah. Yeah, he has a cane. And he like, muscle, he fucking like, you know, yeah. boom, boom, boomed over there. And then... Boom, boom, boomed over there. Muscle, he fucking boom, boom, boomed over there. And... The, <laughs> Seriously, I remember I was knocking on the door for a few minutes, man. I was like, what the fuck? Sick is sound effect. Boom, 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 over there. Yeah, then he told me, he's like, ever since then, he's like, he's just been living off the insurance money. Oh my God. How, did he tell you how much you got paid out? No, he didn't tell me how much you got paid out. And I was like, oh shit. Like, I was, then he's like, yeah, he's like, I got like insurance money. And I was like, honestly, Yo. people need to take a uh, page out of this guy's book because he's, even though he probably got paid out a hefty amount, he's living below his means. <laughs> yeah so where he can really yeah you know really stretch stretch those dollars stretch those dollars where if it was some desi they would have bought a 10 million dollar house oh 100 yeah. that's exactly what happens like yeah as soon as desi get paid out they are and what always blows my mind is the ones where they get paid out for a claim and they buy a car yeah, yeah like and i'm like really you're gonna Stretch buy a those depreciating the point is, asset as like, soon as you get cash. The point is that you don't have to. You, the point should be that you don't want to work. Yeah. So do you know? Stretch that out. Stretch that. Make it work for you. Yeah. No, but I'll just this go guy. Buy a fucking no, car. but yo, no, no, no. Cause I don't even know how far these guys stretched it. Like, obviously, I get it. He bought like a nice TV. Like, I was shocked because when they're like, you have to like deliver the TV. I got some things you have to splurge on. If you're sitting on the couch all day, then you want a good TV. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Did you hear about that that case in France? In a small town in France, this like little boy was his mom left him at their like home, their like apartment for two years. He's nine years old by himself. He like just took care of himself. Like he, there was some like canned food and stuff that he would eat and he would steal like fruit and vegetables from his like neighbor's backyard and stuff for two years. And he didn't tell anyone? No. Cause no one like checked on, like checked up on him or anything. Like no one knew that there was anything even wrong. What? Until he got busted, like stealing from like the neighbors, and the neighbors called the cops, and they went in. They're like, "Where's your mom? She's like, she doesn't live here." Where and did... where was she? She moved in with her girlfriend. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> and she just like fuck it. I'm not even gonna think. About she this. would come like once a month or something to like just check up. Oh. Yeah, but he was living by himself for two Damn. years. Oh my god. Isn't that crazy? He was still going to school and stuff. He was still going to school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, he was, he was just living like a normal life. He was just like living like his daily normal life, like without a parent. Without a parent, yeah. That was crazy. And go to school, steal some vegetables. <laughs> For two years. Now he's with foster parents. Was he doing good in school at least? I don't know, I didn't say that. Oh. But now he's uh living with like foster parents and he like he wants nothing to do with his, his mom. mom. His mom, yeah. Like this bitch away from me. Oh my god! I thought he was. You were gonna say he wants nothing to do with the foster parents. Yeah, like he's, <laughs> yo, I want to live by myself. I was better off by. Yeah. <laughs> I'm an independent man. Okay. I enjoy. I enjoy this freedom. <laughs> oh my! People are crazy, messed, man. man. Crazy. People are fucked. Yeah. This just adds to the theory that adds to the thing that Gert thinks that people should have. 
IQ test. 100%. Not like a fucking, like, you know, the, like an IQ test, but it's not like a hard IQ test that you have to study for or anything. No, but the problem is, the, the problem with that is, is that there's a serious, like, depopulation issue happening right now in the yeah. world. Whereas, like, not people, people are not having enough children. And, and that's like a fact. That's a fact. And the, cause I was just listening to like a three hour podcast about this yesterday. He uh, was talking about how like China is obviously like their economy is going to surpass the States in 2028. Um, it's going to be like two, three times bigger, yeah. which is like huge threat economically. Yeah. But th- they're just on the way. Like that's just what's going to happen. But the good thing for the States is that, Russia's population and China's population is slowly depopulating at a rate that's way faster because they're not having like as, as many kids than the whole China one. Pop, was it the Kim one- Jong Un like crying on national TV the other day because they got some like Kim Jong Un? Yeah, North the Korea? North Korea guy was oh. crying on national TV, and then all these women in the background are like kind of looking like sad because he's crying because he got some stat back saying that their population is decreasing like rapidly. Good skin is in in 2024. All right, makeup is out, skin is in. I mean, it should have been in last year too. All right. But I vowed to myself starting this year, I'm going to take my skin care seriously, doing legitimate treatments, using proper, you know, medical grade skin care that actually makes a difference. So come hop on the bandwagon with me and go see our friends at Fresh Canvas to treat your skin good this month. And you'll be thankful that you did. Consistency and maintenance is key, you guys, in good skin health. Fresh Canvas Deluxe Hydrofacials and their 24 karat gold oxygenio facial is the perfect gift for your Valentine. So they're going to be 15% off this month and check out their limited time laser package for only $240 where you can get full legs, Brazilian and underarms just in time for Valentine's Day. February specials include $199 for microneedling and $425 for their secret RF advanced microneedling, which is great for pores, texture, scars, pigment, and more. Remember, you guys, if you want to support the podcast, support our sponsors. Check them out, Fresh Canvas Spa. And remember, you guys can also get 15% off skincare brands like IS Clinical, Elta MD, Zoe Skin Health with the code COACHES at checkout at www.freshcanvasspa.com. So the whole like China one child policy is the reason why like this whole issue is coming up now. So over the next like 100 years, their population is going to slowly, slowly decline. That's so crazy that they didn't like factor that in. Because humans don't think long term like that. But they're not thinking hundreds of years into the future. Like most of them are not. They're populated. They're already having the issue. They have all these like manufacturing and all this and none of these none of the young people want to work there yeah, yeah. they're so they're use, losing that working class yeah. like population which is going to affect their economy yeah. in the long run and on top of that they're a closed country yeah they don't allow immigration and things like that they don't take in refugees yeah russia doesn't either the west is the we're the only people that do that in the world yeah and the whole reason that america is a superpower is because all these people came in yeah. so the scholar was saying like you know, I don't understand when people want to stop immigration yeah. because that's the only thing that America has right now. Yeah. You need to bring more people in yeah. so they work, yeah. they have kids, yeah. and those kids in turn become Americans. Yeah. They work and they, like that. Is and it just keeps going round and round like that. Like, for example, right now there's like 
that we're already experiencing like a let's say a healthcare crisis and the you know nursing shortage this and that so now imagine when we're old and let's say we're laying in like a hospital bed yeah. somewhere or like a senior's home this like there's gonna be literally no one to take care of yeah, we- i think Canada needs to do a lot more than fucking letting dizzies in <laughs> Like too many in too fast no that's the real problem they're letting the problem is uh, yeah we don't have i feel like in canada the issue is is there's too much red tape with everything like if you're trying to do like businesses or even like you know any sort of systems we have like hospitals healthcare all this shit there's just too much red tape man i think they're removing a lot of it yeah they need to make it easier for like even developing like houses for example well, they all. I like how everyone just turns every single issue into their own like thing that they're doing. Yeah. <laughs> we're talking about like what? redevelopment like, easier for girls. I'm talking about like the grand scheme. Yeah, <laughs> and he goes back to I need yeah. to. Fuck! I'm trying to build a house. I'm like, trying to buy a build a fourplex on this tiny little lot. No, man. City of Calgary's not letting me do much fucking red tape. <laughs> no, no, but I'm just giving you an example. No, of, like, I'm just the, talking yeah. about like how like hundreds of years into the future and also the other thing that was like crazy and i was listening to oh, i don't even think it's a hundred it's hundreds it's like in the next 50 60 years like yeah. in our lifetime we're gonna experience this because the skilled labor or the skilled like you know anything that we're gonna need when we're seniors yeah. and we can't do it ourselves yeah. that's gonna be like these kids that were or our kids kids like, think about it. The people that need the most amount of support right now are our grandparents' ages. Yeah. And we're the grandchildren. But this is why AI is extremely important, too. Yeah, in a way. It's like, they need to, you know what I mean? Where it's like... The AI needs to take care of us. Yeah, but like, <laughs> let's say you're a nurse and, like, and you, you need a nurse and you need to put, get an, I, uh, an IV put in. Yeah, the hope is that an AI like robot will be able to do that automatically for you. Oh, bro. Yeah, I don't know. But it, it, it was interesting because this guy was also talking about how, like... um what do you think is going to happen in like a thousand years or even like like five thousand years right Mm -hmm. he's like well you know like the united states is not going to exist china probably won't exist rush and the guy's like what huh and he's like yeah like look how much empires have like in the last 500 years we haven't existed for that long these countries have not existed yeah they came about because empires fell the british empire fell all that stuff happened only recently add another thousand years the world's gonna look completely different he's like it'll probably be one government one world government probably. the aliens like like no empire has la- like what's the longest empire it's probably the roman empire right i think so maybe. the best case scenario for us is probably aliens they just come here and be like listen this is what you guys are gonna fucking do i've just gone down a rabbit hole of like world war three starting like the next year ish oh god did you watch uh all the light we cannot see yeah you did yeah no, you, I tried to watch it. Dude, I'm trying to figure out who recommended the show to me because I watched it. Everyone was talking about it for like a little bit when it first came and out. And it was really good. Um, but then, so you know how it's like a, it's fiction, but it's set in World War II. And it's so crazy that like you learned about, we learned about like World War II, World War One, World War Two, freaking all that kind of stuff. But in elementary school or like high school socials class, I'm also just looking at it like, okay, what do I need to, what patterns should I be looking out for to, to make sure I can dodge something if something happens? But I mean, yeah, no one's coming for you. Not coming anywhere. for me, but like, you know, like, oh, so what happens right before a war? So then I don't know, I can go hide. You know, the wars happen I'm getting a landline. No, wars by the are way. Hap- like, I mean, some theorists are saying that we already are in World War Three. 
But haven't we been like, what's the, what about the Cold War? Like, yeah, so that that's what like people a- are saying that like China and US right now are on the verge of their, their version of Cold War, which was the Soviet Union and like the United States during yeah. the first Cold War. Yeah. But because now it's like, what's happening right now is that there's a security competition between China and the US and Taiwan is the, the like, oh. the thing that's going to like set it off. Yeah, I feel like nowadays the war is not like, oh yeah, we're going to go there fucking soldiers on the ground type of shit. This is a more like economic warfare. Destabilizing countries and shit. Yeah, and and you remember how I was saying a couple episodes ago that the three of the main insurance policy like sales are going to be ransom, something else, and cyber attacks from different countries? I think you were mentioning that. Yeah, yeah. so this is why. Because this is how countries do warfare now yeah they attack like another country's banking systems they like cyber attack them yeah because i've been seeing videos of like oh what if you get like conscripted or blah blah. i'm like even the people that you are gonna conscript like you will not want them like they're gonna be the- <laughs> I, I, when they like me they like pitch our tent i'm like what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> <Right>? like- <laughs> and i'm gonna be like stress sleeping the whole time <laughs> I feel like back in the day, people were more like, yeah, for the country, for our children. These days, yeah. like, oh, fuck the country on the Because people are not very, like, pa- people are not patriotic. That's yeah. the thing. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but the thing is, is, like, then, you know, some people have this idea that what they're going to start doing is start pushing things in media to um, make people more patriotic, more nationalist. And that's, you know, that's the whole conspiracy theory of what happened with, like, uh, 9-11 oh like in order to unite the country to go to war and to go to war in iraq we need to like get our people behind a cause yeah Yeah. and the conspiracy theories like theorists think that 9-11 was an inside job oh my god you know obviously if you ask someone who's like an american they'd be like no but like there's pretty compelling evidence that would suggest yeah you know that it was an inside job the goal is to unite the people get them behind a cause, get them to scapegoat like one country or whatever and be like, yeah, we need to go in and do this or whatever. Yeah. So that that's the whole fear that maybe like, you know, something like that would happen. But and then I was like, let's go kill these fucking terrorists. Yeah. Right. Signing up for the military and shit. And the US like, Joel. All right, guys, let's hop into the coaches huddle of the podcast. We answer your questions, reactive choice. Please don't take anything seriously. We're talking that shit if you need real professional help. Please reach out to someone who knows what they're talking about. This is just for entertainment purposes only. I'm sending this to you because I'm in a real mess and need some guidance. I'm a 30-year-old nurse engaged to a 31-year-old realtor. <laughs> okay, so, so everyone? <laughs> what's the problem? What's the problem? Like, you're uh-huh. like, let me fucking get ready to answer this question. Yeah, you're here. You get, you get ready to answer this question for all the realtors out there. Okay? Seems like a professional guy. <laughs> We've been together for five years and recently got engaged and moved into an apartment two months ago as we plan to get married next year. We're both hard workers and I've always felt like we were a strong team. The other evening, I invited him to dinner with my cousins, but he said he had a house showing. Upon going to our booth, I shockingly found him dining with another woman, laughing and being very close. He didn't see me at first, but when he did, his face dropped and he came over saying his showing turned into a client dinner. I didn't say anything in front of the cousins, but he felt 
very disheartened as the other girl was really i felt really in disheartened whatever the other girl was really pretty and not in his league blah 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 he goes back and proceeds, obviously she's in his league if he's at dinner with her <laughs> he goes back and he goes back to that other like quote client dinner and i don't say bye after we finish and we leave that night at home he came he came home an hour after me and started to be super romantic brought home cheesecake and suggested we watch a movie <laughs> <laughs> trying to butter her up in my head, I started letting go of the anger and think maybe it was a client and nothing more. So I turned the mood around. And after when he was changing his clothes for the night, I found a long, light brown hair in his kachi. In his kachi? <laughs> oh. Are you sure it's not yours? <laughs> my hair is jet black. No. So I knew it wasn't mine. I freaked out asking him whose it was. He first tried to say it was mine. But clearly it wasn't. He got really nervous and couldn't keep his story straight. He said it was a contact from Toronto looking to invest here. But then he said that the client canceled the house showing and wanted to meet for dinner instead. We argued back and forth. I was crying and accusing him of cheating. And he just got angry, denying everything. He couldn't explain the hair and suggested it might have come from a chair. Why, is, why is sitting, chair? Yeah, sitting nanga on a chair <laughs> or in your kachi at a restaurant. I, I even <laughs> accused him. Of getting intimate with her after the dinner, probably. Considering he stayed longer than us at the restaurant. I cried to sleep and he kept saying, I'm blowing something up that never even happened. And that she can come and that I can come to the viewing with them tomorrow. I denied because how the F do I know that he just won't set up a fake viewing? It's been five days since that night and we're barely talking. He tries, but I can't get past what happened. He has now been coming home every evening and tries to get me to talk more and made a and made dinner a couple of times which he rarely does i don't know what to do i thought i knew him but now i'm just lost in her how should i handle this cancel the wedding or give him a chance coach question mark girk what do you think dna test the hair shrine he's <laughs> <laughs> gonna give the most outlandish answer <laughs> yo but honestly it could be her hair because like if you look at like my like beard for example yeah. it looks black more than half of my beard is actually brown in the light. Yeah. So, like, maybe her hair... Okay, Girk, relax. She might have one, like, a, a couple of strands of brown hair. Because yeah. I think before your hair turns white, it turns brown. And if <laughs> No, she, it most Girk? definitely Girk just, just turns white and I can prove it. <laughs> it doesn't just turn white, it fades into white, man. No, it There's doesn't. a process. Girk, literally the other day, I was I'm washing my face. I'm looking in the mirror. It's all black here. Okay, literally yeah. two days will, later, it will turn completely white. It will be completely white. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sure. Girk's trying so hard to defend. This I would guy. say go to the show and see if that chick's hair is brown. Yeah, yeah. Whatever hair is blonde, then what? No, because she saw the girl at the restaurant. Oh yeah. So she would. But know you think he's actually that dumb? Like, let's just say hypothetically, it, you know, it was something more than like it, they're on a date or something. He was cheating yeah. on her. But you think he's that dumb? After you saw him, then he's gonna be like, "Oh shit, let me come go like hook up with this chick and then go home." Maybe. No, that's too stupid, man. I feel like if you were actually cheating, most if his face actually dropped when he saw you, like, "Oh my fucking god, it's got busted." I think the last thing that person would do is take their sweet ass time, go hook up and then come home. I think they would finish the dinner or whatever, whatever happens, finish the dinner. And then he would just head straight home. What if they hooked up before? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> hooked up. Then like, let's grab a bite to eat. <laughs> Cactus, baby. Cactus, let's go, buddy. <laughs> no, I don't think that. I don't know, man. I mean, at this point, you have no way of knowing. Yeah. 
It could just be a stray hat. Hair just fell into a sketchy somehow. <laughs> Flew in through the wind and wind. He has butt crack was showing one day and it just slid right in between. <laughs> Did she didn't find it in his butt crack. She yeah. found it. <laughs> a kachi ghost running around. Like the ghost that was throwing napkins in Kareem's water. This ghost is throwing hair in this guy's kachi. <laughs> Other women's hair. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows at this point, man? Mystical powers at play. Like, I don't know why I'm defending this guy, but I'm just saying, like, it couldn't even be, like, it was attached to something else. Yeah. Went into the washer, went yeah. into the dryer, and attached. Or like when anything. he went to the bathroom during the day, like at yeah, some yeah, point, yeah. blah like, blah. I a million mean, things. <laughs> I, I I will say that I've never <laughs> found a random person's hair in my country ever <laughs> in my entire fucking years of life on this earth. That's never happened. But it's not impossible. That's the key thing here. <laughs> That's the key thing. It's not impossible. You also have no way of knowing at this point. Like you just have to. See if you can try to get past it, yeah. and he's obviously trying. This isn't very substantial hard. enough, even though you, you might feel like it, but it's not. Yeah, like it's not like oh, this is a smoking gun, bro. Yeah, this and like- that, after you found the hair, then you went and looked at his phone, and there was a message saying, "Hey, I had such a great time." I think I love my hair <laughs> here in your country. <laughs> <laughs> I, I might have loved a strand of hair in your country. Yeah, like this is pretty far fetched. Yeah, like, for you, like to you be, need you know? another piece of evidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you need something like concrete yeah concrete like if up until this point nothing has happened then i I wouldn't say call off the wedding because it's one thing i would say like like has anything else happened have you found something on his phone all this type of stuff like you know this yeah those type of things like you need something else like we need more information this one strand of light brown hair in his gachi is not like (laughs) beg it and fucking call 21 and me or whatever this is something that you need to like come to terms with. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, are you going to dig around? Are you going to dig around? Are you going to find out, try to find more? Or are you going to let it go and just, you know, take his word for it, take his word for it. That's a decision that you got to make. Yeah. But as just people who are listening to it, it's not like the smoking gun that you think it is. Mm. <laughs> huh. uh, what are you doing? Investigating this that deeply, <laughs> right? <laughs> That you noticed a strand Maybe she was hair. going to like pick it up or something. <laughs> or like, like maybe she picked it up yeah. just look in the pocket in his pant pocket, pocket or, or something. something. Or she's going to hang it up and then she's like, what the fuck is this? Why would she look in the pat? Why is there a pocket in his gachi? No, like, you know how people, take, people will take their pants oh, and the gachi yeah, off at the same time? Yeah. yeah. It'll just be, the gachi <laughs> will be sitting in the pants. Oh my God. <laughs> it could have been like a light brown strand of hair too where it's noticeable. Yeah, you know, yeah. and maybe he was wearing a white kachi, and they could really tell. Yeah, investigating. This is Inspector Gadget. <laughs> this is Inspector Gadget. <laughs> a little magnifying glass comes out of his topi. <laughs> out of her topi, it just fucking pops out. She's like, "Hey, this isn't my hair in his kachi. Keep us, keep us updated on kachi gate." Yeah, <laughs> kachi gate. Yeah. We never get the proper updates, man. I know. We always, I feel like I always get updates on things that I don't care to get updates about. <laughs> and the ones that I actually care to get updates on, never, we yeah, never hear. Yeah, come on, guys. Like, there was one from, like, a few weeks ago that someone asked about. And I was like, oh, yeah, that person never updated. Oh, the girl who's, like, Nana killed that, her, like, boyfriend's Nana or something yeah, back in the day. Yeah. We never got an update from her. Yeah. Yeah, what happened, bro? Y'all need to be, everyone should just update. I feel like we just, like, you know, we talk shit about it. And then people are like, fuck these guys. We're not updating them. <laughs> Right? <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, but then we could 
maybe formulate better responses. Responses, yeah. If get. we have more developing, you know, the, the story as the story develops. Yeah. So, we'll, so does the answers. So do the answers, yeah. yeah. Hey, coach, would love to get your guys' opinion and help settle this argument with my fiance. Long story short, I'm in trades and she has a degree and a desk job. From day one, I felt like her parents always looked down upon me because I have a job that gets dirty and she is more educated. Also, we have been together for just over five years and I take care of all of our finances, such as eating out, trips, uh, random nights out, random night for drinks, etc. You get the point. Since we've been dating slash engaged, she's probably paid for five out of ten, like five out of the ten dates. My... Isn't that fifty percent of the time? Yeah. Unless he was right. Oh no, 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 no. Five, five or ten dates. Oh. The whole time they've they've been together. Oh. For the whole five years. Sorry. <laughs> I pay for everything. She's paid. She's only paid for five of the ten dates. <laughs> oh, okay. Because the way he typed it, it looks like five, like oh. slash slash ten, which should be five dash ten. Yeah, yeah, okay? yeah. Uh, my income is always around. My income has always been around one hundred and twenty-five to one hundred and thirty thousand dollars. Hers is around ninety to ninety-five thousand. The argument started at her family's lordy party. Her dad had a few too many and was introducing me to a few of his friends. And both times, both times that he all me. he does. Oh, both times he said, "Oh, all he does is just construction," and. He does construction somewhere. So that's how he introduced his job. The second time he said this, I corrected him and told him what I did. And then I said, if it's not good enough for you, you can find someone else that will treat your daughter how I do and pay for everything. Damn. (laughs) And he got mad and went to complain to my girlfriend. And she thinks it's wrong. I told her that. But in hindsight... What I told her that, but in hindsight, I do pay for everything, and she doesn't pay for here and there if we go out for dinner. This guy's grammar is not grammaring. I will pay for the dinner, and if we go out for a single drink or something somewhere, she will volunteer to pay for it, but never does. She ever want to pay for anything, but will always like to go out every single weekend. I have no issue with it, but I have an issue with her parents talking down to me. I don't provide f- that. I don't provide for their daughter. For telling her dad, oh my god, this is so bad. Okay, should I apologize how she wants me to? Also, should I stop paying for all of our nights out and tell her that if she wants to, she can pay? Please read on the pod so we can get to the bottom of this. I would say the first thing would be to like... Go to ESL. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking, man. Oh my god. <laughs> he was probably typing this in like a hurry or something and it was just like he, probably he was frantically like yeah. <laughs> he probably had one too many himself he's just like <laughs> drunk texting us <laughs> I tried to correct as much yeah. of it as I could but no no I'm joking um I think if okay if I'm being completely honest I think the you were a little wild for like saying what you said to like her dad yeah but I feel like probably other things have happened yeah. outside of this event that like maybe they've said something or said, you know, or did something that made you think that like, oh, you don't make enough for their daughter or your job is like 
not good enough for their daughter or whatever. And then when he was introducing you to the friends, even though it just sounds like a typical desi uncle would say, yeah. like for like for example, like hundred ten percent desi uncle, oh I got away to that, right? Like or any guy doing construction, he's not gonna be like what type of construction? drywall two by four No, he's just gonna say construction karda. Yeah. Karanda Like you know shit like that. Which isn't nowadays that's associated with like that's the thing to be doing. Like And everyone knows that, like, even especially I feel like Desi uncles know how much money is in trades. Yeah. Like that's like a known fact in the Desi community, and that's why so many Desis are in trades, is because we know there's good money in there. And um so I don't think it was that. I think it was something else probably happened way before. And you probably for sure had a couple of bags too. And he probably had his standard number of bags. <laughs> and, and you got just, like triggered. Yeah, you got triggered. He was just and saying then, like a desi uncle thing. And I was like, oh, construction that come karta, right? Because first of all, desi uncles don't even like to go into detail about that type of shit. You know what I mean? They want to talk about like dumb shit that's happening in India. Yeah. Like, you know, oh, Sonia, India, they also punch Like, they want to talk about that dumb shit. They don't want to talk to their friends about your your job, right? So, 100%, I think he just said it like that. So, I do think that the reaction was a triggering of something else. But, but I feel like if that triggered you, then obviously you're engaged to this chick, right? I'm sure you can go like sit down or call her dad up and be like, hey, listen, I'm sorry. Like this happened, whatever. But the reason why it happened is because so you know, like and then I think that's what you think. And then you can be like, you know, just know that, you know, I do make good money and I am taking care of your daughter. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Say it like that. Say it like that, yeah. <laughs> Don't be like Oh, oh, then you go ahead and go pay for all the... Di- like, it seems like his reaction is a little, yeah. like... Now even, like, what to do with the fiancé? Like, should I just stop paying for things? Like, yeah. no. His reaction, like, even to how he's responding to her, doesn't seem like a normal thing. Yeah, it's not. Like, like you wouldn't be like, oh, fine. You know, maybe you should... I'm gonna just stop paying for all the dates then. Like, yeah. this is a issue that you're having with your own self. Like, this is a self like esteem thing what you yeah. think of yourself but even him saying that like oh like you know should i just stop paying for this or should she pay for her own stuff that that's obviously strictly just coming out of anger yeah. like he's obviously still really upset about it and like he obviously doesn't want to be like yo listen like he doesn't want to back down from his stance that's not helping the situation exactly yeah it's not helping the situation like you telling her like yo i'm not gonna fucking you go pay for your own shit that, it, that's just gonna make your relationship way worse because at the end of the day, you know... Because you know. if you've already been doing it, like, you know, like, the issue is not because of that you have been paying for things. Clearly, you have no problem doing that because yeah. you've been doing it. The issue is that you feel some certain way about what you do and how people perceive that. So deal with that. Yes. Deal with that. Don't deal with, like, oh, I'm just not going to pay for, like, our drinks and our dinner now. Yeah. That's not going to fix anything. Yeah. That's not going to fix the way you feel about what you do and how you think that other people perceive it. Yeah. Or he could have easily said, like, no, Uncle G, like, actually, this is what I do. Go into detail in yeah. the group, in the circle that you're in, walk away. Yeah. There's no reason for you to be like, oh, if you don't like it, then blah, blah, blah. Because then everyone's probably like, what? Yeah. <laughs> like, where did that and come from? And they just have this thing where, you you know how even in the beginning, this person messaged, like, mentioned, like, oh, they, that she has, like, a, I don't know, something about, like, cleanliness that, like, my job is dirtier it's like a thing and tony's mom literally said this to tony like multiple times when we opened the restaurant she's like oh tony like what are you doing business they don't want people getting down and literally says that 
all the time. My sister fully left her corporate job to start a cleaning company. Yeah. Like the least soft <laughs> And my mom definitely, you know, doesn't love it. But at the end of the day, she's happier and has like, you know, making more money and has the potential to make way more money than yeah. she would in a corporate job. And at the end of the day, like everybody knows that trades is like the place to be. So this person should have nothing to worry about. But it's definitely like as of unpart person myself with no degree it definitely there are times where you do feel a little you know like oh shit like am i like less than in a way just because like i don't have like you know a piece of paper or i don't have like a certain kind of job the, like right now literally the least soft sutri job which is like i would say like plumbers literally having to deal with like shit sometimes yeah they make the make mold make bank yeah I think it's just ex exactly what Greg said. I, I do agree with, like, your fiancé that you should apologize because at, at the end of the day, like, you know, he is your future father-in-law. Yeah. And they're, you know, they're, you should just give, like, a, there's a certain level of, I feel like, yeah. respect respect that you should just, like, give. Apologize, but then also, it, also explain w what happened, why you reacted that way, and then just say, do you actually have a problem? Like, is there a problem? Can we talk about it or something like that? Then you can say how much money you make or whatever you, that you do take care of her. And then I guarantee you just you doing that, yeah. he's going to look at you a whole different way and he's never going to say shit to you ever again after yeah, that. Yeah, 100%. Guaranteed. He's going to be like, oh, this banda, like, you know, it's strong banda, yeah. And strong banda. Yeah. You know, or just, you know, someone <laughs> yeah, who... Yeah, yeah. But if you're just throwing weird backhanded comments like that in public, yeah. that's going to make you not look that great, you know? I remember something similar, like, when me and Karen first got married. Not, like, in this, like, exact scenario. But there was something that happened. And I honestly, I'm trying to think of it. And I can't remember what it was. Yeah. But me and Karen, me and Karen's mom did get into, like, a little bit of, like, a, we were, like, butting heads on something. And I do remember, like, you know, I was being, like, pretty rude. Like, the way I was talking. And same thing, I remember I went home and I was like, to Ken, I was like, yo, I can't believe your like, mom said this. Like, what the fuck, right? Like, and the, but in the end, I did. I Because I was like, yo, fuck it. Like, that's my mother-in-law. Like, yeah. I'm not going to like fucking, you know, ignore her or whatever. Like, you know, hold a grudge. So I did. I remember I, I called her and I was like, listen, mom, like, my bad. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. But this is like why, like, this is why I've, you know, said that. But what was it? Karen 100% remembers. But I'm going to ask her, but I can't remember what it was. Sometimes you have to just swallow your pride, man. Yeah, man. Sometimes, like, you have to weigh, like, the relationship, you know? Like, yeah. is it really worth it? A lot of times I think, like, yo, like, the person that I'm, like, in this, like, argument with or, like, whatever, having this, like, issue with, like, what is my, like, long, like, what's going to be the long-term relationship here? Mm -hmm. Like, if it's, like, you know, for, like, a mother-in-law or father-in-law, it's, like, you know, if I was, had, was engaged and that was my fiancé and her family, like, at the end of the day, I'm, like, yo, if I'm going to marry this chick, I'm not going to do it like this. Yeah. Like yeah, with yeah. them upset at me, me upset at them, me upset at her, she's upset at me. Like, mm -hmm. and the longer you prolong this, the harder it just, not the harder it becomes, but the more everyone drifts apart and the more resentment. Yeah. So you, you're better, better off doing it sooner than later. I mean, like, listen, that was like a lapse of judgment, lapse of character. I shouldn't have said it like that, but you know, I want to explain to you why that happened. Yeah. And it happened because of X, Y, and Z happened this time, you know? Yeah, something happened before. Exactly, whatever. right? That was sick advice I just gave. <laughs> I, I ripped it there. What? Like, that was sick advice I just gave. I ripped it there. Yeah, 100% I did. Yes, you're great. I should have been a fucking 
therapist, psychologist. No, I yeah, best therapist in town. <laughs> best therapy without weight. Without weight. I was yeah. listening to the ad just recently. How are you? I was thinking, I'm like, yo, it's so funny how we just took that Red FM like yeah. slogan and just like I say it every week now. Yeah. <laughs> then I went back and I listened to it again. I'm like, yo, this is actually really funny. Karan Patti nu phone karo. Best deal without weight. That's how she says it. That's sick. I have the perfect, most cutest Valentine date idea or a gift idea for you guys. And listen up, because I know most of you guys have don't even know what you're doing yet. What about a custom charcuterie box or board for your girl or your man, depending on who, you know, plans the dates and stuff like that. You guys can check out Car Cootery. That's right, guys. Car Cootery is the company name. It's a plan words, okay? Honestly, guys, I will guarantee you that your girl would much rather get a custom charcuterie board over some flowers and chocolate because that shit is basic, okay? It's basic. You can set up a cute little picnic in the park and have a custom grazing board or a box there. Trust me, she's going to be like, OMG, there's cheese here? Cheese is the way to do your girl's heart. Trust me, okay? You know, or if you don't want to get busted by some like BBs up Bear Creek Park or something, you can do a picnic in the car, right? It doesn't matter where. You just have to go the extra mile because if you wanted to, you would. Car Cootery offers grazing boards, boxes, and tables. They're based in Vancouver. They also have pickup locations in Surrey and Abbotsford, and they offer delivery if you're lazy like me. And they can accommodate for allergies and dietary restrictions. Also, they have heart-shaped boards just in time for Valentine's, okay? Check them out on Instagram at carcuterie. I know you guys are going to be like, how do, you, how do I spell that? What's going on? The link is in the episode details, but it's carcuterie, K-H-A-R, cuterie. <laughs> link is whatever. The link is in the episode details. Check it out, okay? Mention coaches for 15% off any order and let them, you know, help uh, you make Valentine's Day really special and go the extra mile. Hey guys, please help a Gori out. Oh, oh damn. <laughs> okay, <Rick. laughs> Gotta sit up straight for this one. Started fixing my daddy and shit? <laughs> you guys got- <laughs> A Gori? <laughs> no one can see. <laughs> okay guys, the white people are coming to us for help, okay? The for tables have turned. <laughs> We need help from you guys. <laughs> We're all mentally fucked. <laughs> okay, I've been married to my husband for three years now. We've been together about eight years. He's probably a dizzy. I'm white. Yes, he's dizzy. He's been dubbing. Why else do you think she's here? <laughs> Since dating, he had mentioned that we'd live with his parents. I was cool with it because I live with my parents and it was great. But since living with his parents, his brother and his brother's wife, I realized I actually hate it. I know it's on me for agreeing in the first place, but his brother and wife aren't friendly. His parents are extremely loud and overbearing, (laughs) and I don't feel at peace or in a safe space at home. We don't have much privacy. Random people are constantly at the house, and I'm expected to attend and participate in any random plans that pop up out of nowhere. Welcome to a Disney family. (laughs) Welcome Welcome to our whole life. Welcome to our whole life. Straight up. I always agree with a smile on my face, but inside I'm dead. My job is very demanding, both mentally and physically. And as the time goes by, I feel even more compelled to move and have some peace and quiet. My husband makes comments like, why don't you ever hang out in the family room when I've just finished a 14 hour day at work and need some time to just decompress? I love his parents. Please don't get me wrong. I just don't think this arrangement is good for my mental health. I brought up my concerns with my husband and said that I think it's time we get our own space. He's super against it and has said on multiple occasions that if I don't like it, I can leave. 
and he won't be coming with me. I've even suggested moving to the basement suite and he's still not on board. What the hell? Honestly, I make great money and that's not an issue for me to actually just leave. But that would mean (laughs) I'm basically looking at a divorce. We have no kids and he's a great guy. I thought living with my in-laws would be fine and I've given it three years. I think I just need some guidance on what to do because he's such a great guy. I don't want to throw away my marriage, but I actually can't live like this or even consider the possibility of having a baby in this loud and overbearing environment. <laughs> Wait till you have the baby. No, <laughs> man. You think this is bad? <laughs> oh, damn. Dude, okay, I just want to say like... No, I'm joking, I'm joking. This girl's... Com- you're completely valid in feeling the way that you are because yeah. a lot of Punjabi girls are dealing with this same yeah. exact thing that you're explaining. And I guarantee you it will resonate with so many Punjabi girls. Like, yeah. exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Like, it's exactly how they're feeling. Um, yo, this is wild. My thing is, like, I would say talk to him, this and that, but you have done that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if he's not budging, honestly, like... You the next d- way that these men understand is when you actually do when you actually When do you it. do the thing. When you so do the move thing. out. Yeah. And once he's sitting there with his loud, overbearing family by himself, he'll yeah. understand. And if he doesn't, then you know what? You're better off. That's happened to a couple of people that I know too. Like they're this exact situation, then they've had no choice, but the girl like leaves, yeah. moves out. And then eventually the guy like realizes like, okay, fuck, it's not as, you know, yeah. and then like they move out together type of deal. Yeah. Or I've seen the other way where the girl leaves and the guy's like, no. And then they end up like divorcing. Yeah. And then the guy can't ever, can't find anyone else because now then it just becomes like a topic of okay you're getting married again what happened with your first relationship blah blah blah. and usually that's the first thing that somebody would think of in these kind of situations like okay you live at home let me guess like you didn't want to move or if uh, if a guy says something like oh you know she was trying to like you know pull me up away from my family blah, blah, blah. like that's a telltale sign right there like yeah. okay she just wanted you to move into the basement like, I mean, the, and you only, the only other thing i could like imagine is like if you explain to him like what like what what are you scared of like are you scared of like that yeah. where you're not going to be close to your parents anymore or, like yeah. but like how much close are you with them now like yeah. are you spending every second of every day with them you know it's not like we spend quality time with them like we're just walking around the same hallways yeah yeah whereas like if we were to move out we would make time out to come here and spend a couple hours with them and like have dinners with them and stuff you could explain it like that but honestly it just sounds like he's just like a one of those typical like (laughs) you're like one of those like typical like brown guys that like doesn't want to move out because he was just growing up to believe that that's that's just how you do it yeah so or just tell them straight up be like yo listen man like you're obviously used to this this is a part of your guys's like culture upbringing everything mm-hmm. it's not a part of mine and I, I wouldn't say that and also, i tried for no, three it's years on, a little part of it also so- somewhat seems a little bit on the financial side he's kind of it seems like he's thinking like i wouldn't I don't, say that because it's easy for him to be like oh you're just white that's why you're doing this but this issue is running rampant in our community yeah. this is not a white girl problem the fact that he won't even move into the basement is pretty wild but it seems like he's like okay well why do we why should we move out when we can live here it's all what do you need like you just need like you know a roof over your head and like a bed to sleep on like you have that here and if you won't even move into the basement that just means he doesn't want to give up like tenants paying rent and he doesn't want to pay like something similar so a lot of people are freaking it might be a financial thing but honestly like if you've given it three years like 
Yeah, maybe. Don't if if nothing, don't bank on anything changing because clearly it hasn't in the last yeah. three years. Yeah, you just need to make a decision. Like, can you live with this? Can you live like this for and the next like it. however many years? But she's or right. Like the whole like oh my god, like what if we have like a kid? How would it be? It would be way fucking worse. wild. Way I'll tell worse, you right way now worse, because then you wouldn't be able to like raise the child how you want to raise them. Yeah, you would have help. You would have a lot of help. Yeah, right. And some people end up moving back in with their in-laws, just the help aspect of it. But, you know, those people have like a pretty decent relationship with their in-laws prior to that kid even coming in the picture. Yeah. So, or you could say like, yo, like, yo, can we like just try to move out for one year? Let's rent a place to sign a one-year lease. We'll come back. And I guarantee you, if he agrees to it, he's never going to want to come back. But. Yeah, you just got to get him out of the house. You got to get him out of the house for a um, a short a, period of time for a short period of time even, even a six month lease. even six month lease if you could like convince someone to do that yeah you you might be able to figure it out yep but it has to be a, it has to be at least bare minimum six months because yeah. the first couple of months are are tough, <laughs> are tough. <laughs> a little traumatizing <laughs> for the bundle yeah yeah, yeah. I, why, that's why? why i'm saying a, no that's why i'm saying a year yeah because even for me the first six months were hard like moving out Really? Yeah, yeah you want to just move back. You're like, what the fuck? I'm out here fucking paying these bills and shit. Fucking <laughs> washing my own kachina and shit. Fuck that. <laughs> it wasn't any of that. It was just like washing your own kachina. Come home, there's no fucking fresh fruit cut for me. <laughs> yeah, my bed's not made. What the fuck happened here? <laughs> oh my god. It doesn't automatically My make bed it wasn't made while I was brushing my teeth in the washroom. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> There's a speck of dust on my windowsill. What the fuck? Usually what causes like the move out thing is like when they're like living at home and then the there's like a brother, then the brother gets married, then his wife comes, then like shit gets fucked up, then like sometimes the you know people move out. But the fact that the brother's married, his wife's already there, you guys are already there and it's been three years. Yeah. I don't know if it's gonna That's a wild situation. It, it will eventually it will happen. And one eventually, of you guys doesn't live in the basement? Like what? Eventually it'll get too crowded. Because yeah. when kids start coming into the picture, then that's when the split starts to actually happen. But I don't think you should have a kid. Yeah, no. Let let, let your brother-in-law do that mistake. Yeah, have the kid and whatever. But <laughs> they move over. Yeah. <laughs> then, the, then this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You gotta. I don't know. You gotta figure it out. But one thing I don't understand. Like I get it. Like sometimes it's like a financial thing, right? Like people can't like leave the house, which is okay. Whatever. It's not, you don't have a choice. You have to tough it out. But other than that, like, honestly, I honestly don't get it. But even moving into the basement suite, like, that would be, like, the compromise right there. Yeah, 100%. She's willing to do that and you're not budging? It must be, like, they have tenants under there or something like that. Yeah, of course they do. Yeah, they'd have to move them out and then now you don't have that kind of rent. But I don't understand why, like, most people don't realize, like, yo, like, when when we get married, our parents are usually, like, not that old. Like, they have their own lives. They have, like, people that, like, for example, people are coming over all the time. Just like how she's saying. That's, like, standard, typical shit in every Indian household. People are always coming around, especially on the weekends. Like, you know, our parents have their own lives, like, outside of us. Like, even as much as they say, like, we don't want you, like, Uh, Yeah, or, like, what are we going to do without you guys? They do. They can easily survive. Then, obviously, once they get older, where their, like, health problems come into a factor, they can't work as much, or, like, things are becoming... Then, of course, then you're older at that point. Then it's a completely different dynamic, and you don't even mind, like... Not mine, but then you're like, you're, you're willing to bring them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're like, just, you want to yeah, take care of them. You want to take care of them. You know what I mean? But in the beginning, like, it just doesn't really make sense. Like, but if, the issue is, is like, what a lot of guys don't realize is that 
once that relationship gets sour in the beginning, it's hard to turn like around. So if you're forcing your wife to stay with your parents and she's not happy there, yeah. Yeah. that relationship is becoming sour. And they they don't need you right now. But when they do need you, actually, your wife is going to be like, fuck you, buddy. I've already been here for 15 years. I've done my time. I've done my time and I don't want it. Whereas now what you should do is while you're young, go, you know, live separately. Foster that relationship. Distance makes the heart grow fonder. Trust me. And then once they get to a point where they actually do need your help, then everyone's going to be way more willing to like live together you you guys will have a couple of kids by then they'll be a little bit older every like it'll be fine yeah you know but once the relationship goes sour in the beginning then it's done there's no turning back i wonder if Greg's response would have changed if she didn't identify as a goodie no i don't think so i don't think so oh damn we just have to be a little bit you know like nicer because she's gory and you know like <laughs> She doesn't get it. You're a little professional. You're a little professional. <laughs> like that, you know? How to throw a little bit of ingrazy in there. <laughs> ingrazy. <laughs> okay, here's one. A lot of like parental problems coming in through right? Dude, another one. Because right parents are being so wild. They're being days. so, honestly, they're acting up. So much. Parents are acting up. Yo, we need to start, you know, people need to start laying down the hammer on their parents. Yeah. <laughs> acting up, dude. The amount of stories I'm hearing, even in my personal life. Yeah. Okay. Hey, Coach P, I have a bit of a serious topic. I just wanted to gain some insight on how to proceed on the situation because I just don't know what to do. As you know, there's so much pressure to get married and I have done my fair share of dating and found the right person for me. After two years of dating, I met his parents, which went great. And now it was my turn to introduce him to my parents. He has a stable career. He is a good person. He's financially set and all the things you would consider a partner to have. He is an amazing person. He treats me so well and is everything you want in a supportive partner. Anyways, I introduced him to my mom today and I had told I had told her everything before she had met him. Um, and the introduction went well. We met at a coffee shop and he brought her flowers, had a good conversation, etc. After coming home and de- debriefing, basically my mom said everything is great, but he's too fat. <gasps> Whatever, that's <laughs> easily controllable. When I met when I mean fat, yeah, he's a big guy. He's 6'4 and a huge guy and he doesn't have health issues and he's eating healthy and is going to the gym regularly. I bet you he's just, you know, those really tall, big guys. You're just like, like big boned, like those power lifter Like burly, guys. burly guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he's yeah, like a burly yeah. guy. Like a lumberjack desi. Yeah. Lumberjack desi. I personally feel blindsided by my mom and thought she was an understanding person, but this has changed my mind about her. She went as far as to say, quote all this time you couldn't find anyone else <laughs> we she said we still have rich for doctors and lawyers coming for you and that and this is the best you can do he won't even be able to do llama then she says Mira jaloos oh. i didn't have the heart yeah. to tell my boyfriend all the other comments she made but i did tell him a few and he was also very upset and said he's lost respect for her why he would sa- you tell him rookie mistake rookie and haven't we answered stuff like this before and we tell people never tell the other person what your fucking jealous parents eh? or like when a guy comes and tells a girl something we're like oh my god he's the idiot like he said the conversation and first meeting went so well my dad hasn't met him yet and looking at how this went my mom straight up said he won't approve either 
I'm so terribly upset and didn't realize how fat phobic my own mother was. And not only did I see her true colors, but also how am I supposed to initiate another marriage talk after being shut down? I'm so embarrassed and disappointed in my own mom and still cannot believe whatever, blah, blah, blah. They're so, they're, they call themselves six, love to be portrayed as loving and kind people, but can't even see a person beyond their physical features. So fucked up. Thanks for taking time to read this and, and, and any insight would be appreciated. 33, 34. Okay, first of all, rookie Dumb. mistake that you made telling him, okay? And I just want to reiterate this because I feel like people don't get it, <laughs> but. Stop telling your significant other hurtful shit other people say. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's just scary. I was like, how do I say this without like, yeah. like why, like, why Especially would you. Especially when it's your parents. Yeah, like My mom, because I read this to my mom, right? I was on the phone with her. I was just like random reading it. She's like why would you she's like why would you ever want to pass on negative information yeah. yeah to someone that you love and care about yeah especially if it's about your parents yeah like that is a relationship that you know is going to exist always there and yeah and your parents are going to have weird thoughts about yeah. a lot of things then my mom was like you could have talked to your mom and changed your mind maybe if yeah. she met him a few times and saw how good he was that your perception could have changed yeah. but now you fucked it because you told him now he has zero respect for your mom yeah. and now the relationship is just always going to be fucked up so you guys moving forward for example right if someone says something fucked up to you about your friend mm -hmm. like oh yo your friend she's so fucking ugly would you go and tell your friend that? No. no. You'd be like, yo, that's going to make that person feel bad. Yeah. Why would you want to make someone that you care about feel bad? Yeah. Yeah. Just look, just a very simple concept to grasp, you guys. You don't have to share every single thing. Pass on good information. Yeah. Why would you tell him that? Anyways, moving forward, you need to tell your mom that this is the guy that you're going to marry, that you know that he make, that he's going to make you happy and your life is going to be good. You're, you just have to straight up tell your mom you can accept it or you don't have to accept it yeah. but i'm moving forward with this yeah okay stop saying oh how am i supposed to after being shut down blah, blah, blah. you guys this is where a parents are acting up yes. okay? you need to put them in their place if your mom is concerned about the fact that he's not going to be able to do llama and that's going to make her look bad what's going to happen when her daughter gets married court marriage without telling her parents yeah what's going to be more worse here or what would happen if let's say she got married to a not fat doctor and then he treats her like shit no, and they no, get no, divorced. No, 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 no. This is, no, no. That, I feel like that's like a point you can make, but a lot of people don't understand. But what people don't do is call their parents bluff. Yes. If she's concerned about how it's going to look when he's doing llama, mm -hmm. you should be like, that's your concern. Don't worry. Yeah. We're, that's not going to happen. I'm going to go chop chop, get court married by myself. Yeah. Then you go tell everyone else what happened. Yeah. <laughs> call her bluff. They're not going to, they have no choice but to accept. Yeah. yeah. And she's going to backtrack right away, bro. <laughs> ain't no problem i don't have any patience for like people Me like either, this man. like it's these wild. type of parents like but yeah, i could barely do the fucking llama in my wedding <laughs> i was like straight stressing man i'm like yo my gordy ain't built like that <laughs> <laughs> i got a fucking gordy like a 60 year old buddha man it's hard fucking... man it's hard yeah i practiced for like a month in advance i'm like this shit is not fucking working no i bet you it's not that's just an excuse i bet you your mom has just talked so much shit to other people that now she's like, oh, fuck, like, 
now I'm gonna now people are gonna be like oh less like you said this about my son or my son-in-law or my daughter-in-law yeah or like look at her like son-in-law now like but it's just like yeah it's so stupid how so much of our like especially like the older generations are so much about the the looks and it's always so crazy because sometimes the people that are like putting are saying he has like a fat old yes. auntie saying that the other person's fat. And you're yeah. like, wait a minute, hold on. Mom, but it's because they're just like, <laughs> <laughs> or let's say like her husband had like, you know, looked a certain way and then she had to hear it about her husband. Yeah, so like now she's people. probably hoping like, oh, I want my daughter to marry uh, such a handsome guy. So, so no one can say anything to me. And that. Yeah bro like you just tell your mom to shut that up okay yeah like this is the type of parent that deserves that type of treatment okay oh you just sit her down and be like yo chill the fuck out <laughs> yeah chill the fuck out <laughs> and don't ever make this mistake of and saying you're this 33 again. years old holy shit 33 what do you mean dude i was how am i supposed to inter- in- initiate marriage talk when being shut down you're 33 years old yeah give them an invite <laughs> <laughs> straight up straight up bro <laughs> Send them an invite at this point. Like, what are you talking about? Dude, here? I was settling like way bigger shit with my parents when I was like under 20. Like, yes. I was like 16 years old having major debates Dude. about getting married. No, no. <laughs> about just like general, like, sometimes if I just didn't like like something or, you know, something that my parents like did or said or were okay with, like, let's say they didn't speak up for something, like, I'd be like freaking giving it to them when I was like, 15 years old but it's just like these kind of parents also train their kids to like not say anything anything or like take everything that their parents say like so seriously so like there's no other word above their parents like yeah but dude at the end of the day this is your life this is your future and if you found someone who's like this great amazing person why would you a risk it by telling him yeah what your stupid ass mom said yeah and then b why would you even think like oh i have to get them on board in order to get married i would be like wow actually my mom ended up being a shitty ass person yeah and i'm gonna go start my life with the person that is amazing and great and here's an invite come if you want don't if you want to like it's fine yeah. I, I know it's easy for me to say but at the end of the day when you put your parents in a position like that they're not going to be able to like stand by what they're saying and stuff. Yeah. It sounds like your mom's a pretty shallow person. And the last, last thing she wants is people talking shit that her daughter went and got a court marriage and didn't tell anyone. Yeah. Also, bro, you found someone over six feet. That's a tre- treasure right there. Yeah. You hit the lottery, bro. I don't know what you're talking about. Six, four. Six, four. Shit. He can lose weight easy, but yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's it for the podcast. Hopefully you enjoyed it. Make sure you follow Greg on Instagram. Uh, Carpentry Real Estate. Best deal without weight. Follow Graveen on Instagram. There goes Graveen. Follow the official podcast. Instagram on Coach Podcast. Subscribe to the Patreon for more content, for more episodes. Um, and we'll catch you next week on Coaches Don't Play. Bye. Follow the Don't Dissy Don't Doze playlist for the latest and greatest Punjabi songs. It's updated every single Friday. And you guys can follow the playlist. Link is in the episode details. This is my favorite song on the playlist this week. Check him out. This he don't doze. <laughs>